suddenly collapsed and died during a court appearance related to a case against Katy Perry. Oh, so she just lived perfectly fine for 89 years and then suddenly collapsed and died. Usually during the breaks, I just go and do whatever the Marlboro Red equivalent of shotgunning a beer is. I do not want to see a soy-based money shot. Um, but when you go back and read it, uh, for such a strong statement, there's some really, really weak justification. And While you were saying dumb gay shit, I thought of something. Political correctness kills. All right, Red Pill Transmission, back at ya, doing it live! I apologize for my absence, I uh, have been experiencing technical difficulties getting things uploaded. Um, as well as with my recording equipment, and I am now thoroughly convinced that I am officially a targeted individual. Uh, we'll do a whole episode about targeted individuals coming up. But if you don't know, essentially... The government will sometimes target individuals. Uh, they can do all sorts of different things, but um, oftentimes it's like, uh, well, there's gang stalking, which is a whole thing in itself, but there's also like, they'll, they'll zap like thoughts into your brain. Um, like they can, yeah, they can do that. They can just like make you think certain things, which is pretty scary. And then also like a lot of times it's just like they zap pains into you. Um, almost like you're just like experiencing chronic pain of different types. Um, but it's from the government and, uh, sometimes they just fuck with your recording equipment. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, let's see what we've got here. So from townhall.com, um, mental note to, uh, to check this site out more because this is, this is really good stuff. <clears throat> Scott Moorefield. May 7th, 2018. Opinion. An Eagle Scout explains the fatal folly of taking the boy out of Boy Scouts. That's right. Now, if you didn't hear, the uh, terrible decision was recently made to uh, no longer have Boy Scouts be boy exclusive. And no, it's not just because it's man scouts now. It's they're letting ladies with lady parts in. <sighs> yeah. I just want I want to point out I haven't I'm not familiar with this man off the top of my head, but it's important to say the title is An Eagle Scout Explained. So he first of all is still very proud of his, you know, 14-year-old accomplishments, but more to the point, he knows what he's talking about. This guy made it to Eagle Scout. So he knows what's up. Okay, that's instant, like, instant recognition. It's like if you're, like, um, Elon Musk, head of Tesla, or, you know, something like that. It's like, okay, this guy must know something, at least. The first time I walked into a Boy Scout meeting as a boy of 11 is as ingrained in my mind as if it were yesterday. My dad and I descended the moldy steps into the basement of an old Methodist church opened the door, and walked into the smell of freshly cut wood chips and the chopping sound of an axe hitting its mark. No, I'm, I'm with you, buddy, but why the hell was 
this meeting conducted in a moldy church. Um, if we're gonna have wood chopping, I don't know. It seems natural to go outside. I mean, I never made it to Eagle Scout, so far be it for me to uh, cast shade, as it were, but it just seems like the type of thing that it's not necessary to, to, to sequester these boys in a, um, in a moldy basement in order to enjoy the great outdoors, but a group of ten or so boys around my age and older were gathered around a bearded, in other words, a man, uh, around a bearded uniformed scoutmaster who was showing them how to properly use a hatchet. We had arrived late just to check the, just to check out the goings on. I wasn't into sports or much of anything really, except books. But a couple of my friends were scouts and had invited me to their meeting. Want to give it a shot? The scoutmaster was looking at me and holding the axe out. Handle first. Handle first, boys. Before walking over and taking it, I tentatively looked at my dad, who pursed his lips and nodded approvingly. Safety first, the bearded man cautioned, before he proceeded to show me how to cut the wood without cutting off any fingers in the process. Which, to be fair, it seems like something that goes without saying, but, uh, I had a similar experience, and, um, I did accidentally chop off three fingers, uh, of the boy who was sitting next to me, so, um, it's definitely something I remember, and it's definitely something he remembers. Uh, let's see, as I performed that simple exercise, I remember thinking how cool it was to be trusted to wield what could be a pretty dangerous tool, and the responsibility made me feel bigger than my eleven years. But most of all, I remember how doing what I perceived as man stuff, surrounded by men and other boys, made me feel at least a little bit more like a man. Now, again, obviously, I, I'm reading this because that's what the Boy Scouts... Uh, as far as this specific individual, I'm not convinced yet that he deserved to feel like more of a man. Um, but uh, we continue. Those moments began what was to be a seven-year adventure. Sounds like a romance novel. And the most significant non-school element of my preteen and teenage life. Now that is a vote of confidence. That is, I mean, it's very, a very specific thing he's saying. It is the most significant non-school element of my preteen and teenage life, um, but nevertheless quite a vote of confidence. There were years filled with lots of boy stuff, in quotes, under the watchful supervision of caring men and the camaraderie of other boys. That's right. You can't become a man until you go off and uh, do lots of boy stuff. Just going to let that one sit for a second. Um, okay, uh, building campfires, canoeing alone on a lake, it doesn't really sound like something where you're surrounded by other boys, but, uh, barely passing the ridiculously hard swim test at summer camp so I wouldn't be the only kid not allowed on the water, <laughs> yeah, I think we can all relate to that one, I mean, otherwise I, I don't know why he would say that, but I think he's trying to endear himself upon us. So, if you're out there and you didn't get that, you're supposed to be liking him at this point. Uh, s'mores. Dump cake. Sounds really gross. Don't know what that is. 
Uh, hobo packets. Okay, that sounds really offensive. Not sure what that is either. Uh, campfire stories. Uh, games, teasing, and general rowdiness. Um, general rowdiness is actually my alter ego, uh, that I go into when I like to, uh, do lots of boy stuff. Sleeping alone in the middle of the woods is part of the Order of the Arrow ordeal. Picking up and storing food for the hungry is part of our annual food drive. Okay, I'm starting to get bored. Lugging a wooden sled across town to compete with other troops and scouting skillless contests. Uh, all of which involve plenty of cool boy stuff like tying knots and building things. Building things is, uh, pretty, uh, I mean, as, as much as I like to put things in, uh, uh, binary categories, I don't know if building things is, that's a bit broad to, uh, just say that's not girl stuff. You, you don't get to build anything. Uh, you know, I mean, they could be building, building character. They could be building, yeah, you get the point. There was a lot of doing in scouting, doing in quotes. You know, uh, you're not making my job very easy, buddy. This is, there's just so much innuendo in the things that you say, and I just... Yeah, I know. I'm I'm doing it. Don't... I'm doing it. It's just... I just wish you would pick a Boy Scout article that was a little less gay. Yes, I did read... Yes, I know. This was the least gay of all of them. I know, but still. Uh, sorry. Uh... Got a little of the uh, off-the-mic, on-the-mic action. Uh, let's see, there were a lot of doing in scouting. But the ultimate goal was always the same. The Boy Scouts of America started in 1910. <laughs> the ultimate goal is always the same. No fucking women. I mean, fucking women, but not, you know what I'm saying. Jesus, this is really tough. The Boy Scouts of America started in 1910 as a way to promote good citizenship and Christian morality. There it is. Uh, two years after Sir Robert Baden Powell founded the movement in England. That's right. This is a manly man's activity started by an English guy named Sir Robert Baden Powell. A man's man, if I've ever heard the name of one. Quote, we aim for the practice of Christianity in their everyday life and dealings, and not merely the profession of its theology on Sundays, Baden-Powell wrote in Scouting for Boys. Okay. No. I'm sorry. No, I'm done. I can't keep... It's called Scouting for Boys. What do you want from me? I know, I get why it could be like Scouting for Boys as opposed to like... No, but even then. Like, but... Why would he even name that? Like, it's... It's like he's going out of his way to put these things in there. Why would you be so keen to advertise that the book is called Scouting for Boys? All right. All right. <sighs> okay. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, we're good. We're good. Here we go. <clears throat> the iconography was, in many instances, literally Norman Rockwellian. From the chivalry of a crisply uniformed boy... <gasps> From the chivalry of a crisply uniformed boy saluting the American flag, or helping an old lady across the street to the Native American symbol. Uh, yeah, helping an old lady, by the way, the only time you're allowed to uh, 
touch a female. It's, it's much like Hasidic Judaism. To the Native American symbolism incorporated into the Order of the Arrow rituals. I don't think he's supposed to be giving away these Order of the Arrow rituals. That's like, uh, it's supposed to be carefully guarded, like, um, I don't know, like the guest list at Bohemian Grove, or like the BS chant that your transcendental meditation teacher tells you, like, you're not supposed to share these things all over the internet. From the ceremonies to the symbols to the reading materials and skills learned, all were meant to teach, to prepare, but most of all to endear a heartfelt respect for our creator, our family, our country, our environment, and the world around us. Get the point. You you were in Boy Scouts. You have a, and you made it to Eagle Scout. We've established that. Um, maybe we can get to like the the uh, argument at hand. Uh, let's see. He felt like something when he moved up. Uh, okay, blah blah blah. Quote, former scouts have walked on the moon, become president, and won the Heisman Trophy, said President Reagan at a luncheon commemorating the group's 75th anniversary in 1985. Today they serve as cabinet secretaries, as my press secretary, and in Congress. In fact, about two-thirds of the members of Congress have been in the Boy Scouts. Well, I think that's the problem, is that they found out more and more of the leaders had been in the Boy Scouts. Ha <laughs> ha! Nah, I'm kidding. I mean, I'm not. They were, they were doing that. But um, I think what's more important is to point out, yes, this is a sacred institution. Uh, about two-thirds of the members of Congress have been in the Boy Scouts. So we can extrapolate what happens now. Now we're letting girls in the Boy Scouts. Okay, well, if two-thirds of Congress have been in the Boy Scouts... And now we're letting girls be in the Boy Scouts. We're going to start getting dangerously close to like a 50-50 ratio of men and women serving as our representatives. And that is not something anyone wants. Even the most liberal of liberal social justice warriors. I think we can all agree we can't have, you know, half of Congress just out for like a week every month. I mean, unless you count, like, the various recesses they take and so on and so forth. An additional, an additional week a month is what I'm trying to say. I was proud to be a scout. Prouder still to earn my eagle rank just before my eighth. Okay, I, we get it. You fucking became an eagle scout. I don't give a fuck. But of course, as we all know, once social justice warriors get their slimy tentacles into something, their thirst is never quenched. And it's kind of a mixed metaphor. I would have gone with like, I don't know, something like a beak. Like, if you're gonna go slimy tentacles, I would keep with like that type of imagery, but whatever. Uh, never quenched until that something is entirely destroyed. As such has it been. Okay. As such has it been with, okay, again, deepstatecowboy at awell.com, all your conservative editing needs. And such has it been with Boy Scouting ever since its clueless national leaders began leading the organization down that perilous cliff. From openly gay scout leaders to transgender members to just last Wednesday when the organization officially announced a name change to Scouts BSA. Because, well, Boy Scouting isn't just for boys anymore. God damn it. Fuck. I was afraid that's where that was going. 
I mean, I kind of postured like I knew what he was talking about, but I don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about. I didn't know where he was going to go with this. I figured there'd be something, you know, vaguely non-inclusive, and we'd, you know, I'd, you know, I'd just, I'd freestyle it, but wow. Okay, so they changed it to Scouts BSA. That is disgusting. All right. Quote, we're trying to find the right way to say we're here for both young men and young women, said hapless Boy Scouts Chief chief Scout Executive. <laughs> Does he have that on a business card? Yes, I am the Boy Scout Chief Scout Executive. Yes? Yes, I did ask if we could shorten it to Boy Scouts Chief Executive. Uh... Or even just chief executive, and I work for the Boy Scouts instead of having my official title be Boy Scouts Chief Scout Executive. It's a bit demeaning, but anyway, uh, Mike Serba. Because everyone is the same, don't you know? Because little boys and little girls are, as far as today's liberals are concerned, identical to each other in every way possible, except a few easily changeable body parts. Is it a few? I mean, there's one big one, right? I mean, it's not necessarily a big one, but you know what I'm saying. Of course, anyone with half a brain knows that boys and girls are different. But reason and common sense has never stopped a rabid social justice warrior from wanting to impose their twisted view of reality on the rest of us. Their twisted view of reality. Now, they're just, they're just saying everyone has to be exactly the same. Well, not necessarily. Uh, they're just saying we we shouldn't specifically keep someone out because of their gender. Now, I don't think they ever expect it to be an even ratio. Oh! Oh, really? Well, I don't know. Have you looked at Congress lately? I don't like the way things are going in this country. And this is just the latest step in a long line of evil liberal dominoes. Ironically, their attack on Boy Scouting has also hurt the other group founded by Baden Powell and his sister Agnes, the Girl Scouts. Now, is that ironic? Or is it, in fact, exactly what you'd expect? Which is to say, precisely the opposite of ironic. Um, given that if the enforced exclusivity is is their main uh, sticking point, wouldn't that same uh, thing apply to uh, Girl Scouts? <sighs> Look, we wasted way too much time talking about his qualifications. I'm sorry, I don't have time to respond to every stupid thing that you say. Uh, though the decision to allow girls was applauded by various progressive and feminist groups, of course, Girl Scout representatives themselves are less than amused. Quote, the Girl Scouts, oh sorry, quote, the Boy Scouts house is on fire, Girl Scouts told ABC News in a statement last October when the decision to allow girls was first announced. Oh wow, this was announced in last October? Well, we're still stuck on that, huh? Hmm. Half a year later, we're talking about this. Interesting. Quote, instead of addressing systemic issues of continuing sexual assault, financial mismanagement, and deficient programming, BSA's senior management wants to add an accelerant to the house fire by recruiting girls. Wow! Shots fired! Wow! Shots fired by Girl Scouts! Damn! 
I just, I gotta, I gotta read that again. Instead of addressing systemic issues of continuing sexual assault, financial mismanagement, and deficient programming. So she's even going after the programming. Did you not hear about that arrow in the woods thing or whatever? It had Native American iconography. Uh, BSA senior management wants to add an accelerant to the house fire by recruiting girls. Damn. That is intense. I am not getting in the middle of that lover's quarrel. Imagine, girls wanting a place to come of age and be by themselves without the immaturity and awkwardness of gross boys. Imagine, girls wanting to do girl stuff. Again, they're not saying they can't do that, it's just occasionally they're going to have to let it... Yes, I get it, alright. But look, you're you, and this guy is him, and he was an Eagle Scout, so I'm going to have to side with him on this one. Granted, some of this boy and girl stuff overlaps. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't so much as, like, overlap as, like, it sort of fits, whatever. Um, obviously, girls can canoe, camp out, and do pretty much anything a boy can if she wants. Um, switching from, uh, plural to singular there, but, um, not a big deal. Just, you know, hit me up if you'd like my editing. But whether it's a sports team or boy or girl scouting, a, a groups formed based on gender can provide a healthy, nurturing place for kids to come of age, not suppressing their God-given instincts and preferences, but rather celebrating them. Yeah, that's right. So, l let me just reiterate the reason we want to maintain Boy Scouts enforcing gender exclusivity is because we do not want to suppress anyone's instincts or preferences. Also, we want to dictate what everyone's preferences would be based on a 50-50 proposition when they're born. But that goes without saying. Uh, but rather celebrating them and learning how to express themselves and function socially with the training wheels of those of their own gender. That's right. <clears throat> this is an important point, too. There is no better training wheel than those of your own gender. Um, you don't want to be, when you finally go to prom and you're an awkward teen fumbling around with your first girlfriend, you don't want to look like a fool. That's why we have these sorts of rituals where we get a bunch of just boys, no girls, out together. We go out into the woods and we use the other members of our gender as training wheels so we can learn how to be the type of lover that we want to be. God, what are you not getting about this? Because try as liberals might to erase it, gender is and always will be a thing. Or... You know, with girls, it's kind of the absence of a thing. But uh, you get where he's going. Uh, the benefit of the single gender environment has been well documented by educators, scholars, other girl and youth-serving organizations, writes the Girl Scout blog. And they couldn't be more on point. That's right. They could not be more on point if they were comparing the Boy Scouts to a house fire. Check out this list of advantages of single-sex schools, a privilege only available to the rich. There's a link. I'm not going to go there, but, you know, I think we all know that they're better. 
Uh, sports, sports teams provide similar life experiences, of course, but that wouldn't have been an option for 80s me. Now, I don't know, <clears throat> I don't know what the author's end game is here, um, but I, I don't really understand why he, he's like stressing the point that he's a pussy, cause, I mean, I thought that's kinda why he went and like, I thought that's why you go and chop the wood, like, you're supposed to, uh, I don't know who he, who he's appealing to here. Like, if you're going to keep pointing out that you were too much of a pussy to play sports, like, I, I'm not sure what you were chopping all that wood for. But anyway, uh, sadly, 2018, everybody will no longer have the option, at least as far as boy scouting is concerned. But I am also angry at what liberals have turned the group into, as well as the fact that a decade from now, it very likely won't exist. Because, tragically, the Boy Scouts' stubborn march to inclusivity at any cost, at any cost. There are people dying in the streets to defend the gender exclusivity. But no, they won't stop with their slippery slime fingers or whatever metaphor we were using before. Uh, at any cost has managed to gut the organization of what made it special in the first place. Uh, which inevitably reminded me of this key quote from the movie The Incredibles. Quote, if everyone is special, no one is. And that is the end of that article. I think that's a pretty powerful quote. And I, I do like his choice to, uh, I mean, it gets its own paragraph. Like, he's really highlighting that, which is important. You gotta really stick the quote. It's a good literary device. Um... Uh, I mean, arguably, if you were going to really rely on that, I might, like, have gone for, like, Shakespeare. I know he's kind of fruity, but, you know, like a Shakespeare thing, people love that. Or, like, a Bible. Bible quotes are great. Um, I don't know. The Incredibles seems like kind of a weird thing to, like... There's nothing wrong with The Incredibles, but it seems a little out of place to, like, really... To have that really be your closer. But... You know, there's there's bigger things to worry about, like girls being allowed to chop wood next to boys. So, uh, I think that just about does it. Um, this is the Night Eagle uh, for Red Pill Transmission. Uh, thank you once again for listening, and I will see you in your dreams. I'm just kidding. I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do a podcast again in a couple of days, and you should download it. All right, mate.